Happy New Year, everyone! Happy to get back into the new season. Let's get with it. Yeah, new season's a little bit different. This year we're not in the bubble. Teams back to playing on the home courts, but they are playing seventy-two games and also no fans. So a little bit different. And also a couple of things happened the past few weeks, kind of shake up the what we predict a couple episodes ago. Let's start with、uh, Clay's injury. I think that definitely shake up the West a little bit, and his replacement being not doing very well. What do you think <laughs> about the West, the Warriors?、Yeah. The Warriors,、uh, they're an interesting one. Obviously, I feel ba- so bad for Clay because that's back to back, you know, injuries of a similar magnitude. So, and with Steph getting older, you know, he's not getting any younger. He's still going to be、yep. great for the next couple of years, but these are precious years that he's missing out on. To be in the playoffs, kind of thing, because with Clay, with Draymond coming back, they would have been a top eight team. They would have been in the playoffs. I di- I didn't see them as a top five team. Yep. But I definitely they were in the playoffs, and you can never count them out. You know, the Warriors and their replacements. I mean, you've seen all the memes all over the internet about <laughs> Clay.、So. Yeah, I think he shot one for twenty from three. I think Warriors just need to. They just need to dig deep. If they have any chance of making the playoffs, they just they need Draymond to come back and play like 2017 Draymond, and they just need a bit more from their bench. Like they've got Eric Pascal coming off the bench who had a great rookie season and you know he's doing his thing, but it's also the players like Kelly Oubre who needs to step up. Another unkind of noticed, undervalued player for them was Marquise Chris, who also has a season-ending injury because he was big presence for them off the bench.、Um, A guy who could come in and average a double double in 15 minutes and could spread the floor as a big man. So, yeah, they're just unlucky. Yeah, and also、uh, Draymond is still kind of dealing with some injuries. He barely played one game for about 18, 19 minutes, and then the rookie James Wiseman. I don't see. Maybe we have too many expectations for the Warriors、uh, before this season. James Wiseman. Yeah. He's not playing very well as well. Maybe he's just not fitting in the team, and also they didn't have summer league this year, so one less opportunity for him to develop. So far, the Warriors is like two and three, and they are like kind of the bottom in the West. Office is still early of the season, but they just need to have something to change up, and obviously they need to stay healthier, and hopefully. They could sign、uh, or make a trade. They can like get better depth because just not looking good right now. But surprisingly, the Suns are、uh, the first in the West right now. They still、yeah. playing well, just like、uh, in the bubble last year. They are they got Chris Paul in the off season, but Devin Brooker he's still doing all right. But I can see his turnover numbers getting up a little bit so far. He's averaging five to six turnover this season so far. Two more than last year. I know it's still early of the season, so the stats maybe not too accurate. But you got Chris Paul on on the team right now, so you do not have to have your ball in your hand too often or too long. But you still turn over more than before. So I think the record speaks something, but also something we need to look into it. Why Devin Brooker's turn over the ball too much? Well, I think、uh, what will be a good test for the Suns is I think they're playing the Clippers today, so. That will be a good test for them to really see if they are a five and one team because the Clippers obviously 
people put them down as a championship favorite, kind of with the Lakers, they're in that same conversation. So seeing today against the Clippers, how they go will really show if this is just a quick start for the Suns or if this is a trend that's going to continue for the season. Right, right. Still early to say, uh, to make a lot of predictions right now. Let's move on to the East. East, another two teams, people, and also we did have like high expectations, the Nets and the Bucks. They are like 500 right now, three and three. And Nets, we had really like high expectations for them as well. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they started off hot and then... Um... A big thing for them was uh, losing uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. You know, he's yes. a big piece for them. So guys like Harris Levert have to step up. Landry Shamet as well is uh, will be getting more minutes because um, obviously we know what Kyrie and KD can do. So uh, yeah, I think it's just it's the Nets bench that need to uh, step up a bit. Yeah, definitely um, because KD probably won't play back to back or that's a little bit load management because he just came out from a, a horrible injury and. I don't think Steve Nash wants you to play him back-to-back and probably save it to the playoffs. So with this season, with 72 games, I think they should be more... Whenever like it's a back-to-back game, if KD's not playing, they need to have like someone on the bench to step up yeah. to make the game count instead of just like, hey, go ahead, we'll, we'll just lose this game. But because if you have this mentality by the season, you just like lose one yeah, game Yeah, they're going to lose a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then that's, you just like get yourself in the spot already. So, Yeah. And what about the Bucks? The Bucks, they're a tricky one. See, I I don't see, I don't know if I see the Bucks coming out of the East with the Nets having Kyrie and KD. Obviously, they have Giannis and Drew Holiday was a huge pickup for them. Yep. And they had that record-breaking game the other day. I think 29 threes uh, yep. made in the game. But yeah, I'd, just I've, like I've watched a few of their games and they haven't looked as dominant they have before. I think with them is last year was their kind of opportunity because they had such a good team last year, but now the East has gotten a lot better. So it's, yeah, it's Yeah, it's more stacked. It, and, you know, with the Heat as well now, can't count them out. They went to the finals last year. Yeah. And players like Tyler Harrow and Bam are just going to get, be getting better. So Milwaukee's an interesting one because it can either go one or two ways. They can, they're either going to come out of the East or they're just going to get bounced in the first round because the East has gotten a lot better. So yeah, they're three and three star. Obviously, I think they can do better than that. They're not a 500 team. They're a 50 plus win team, but I don't have high hopes for them just because everyone in the East has gotten so much better. And I don't think Miami's record has reflected how they're going to be playing later in the year. So Yeah, that's true. That's true. So the East is getting much better for sure since LeBron left to draw the Lakers. You got like even the Hawks this year and Knicks, Celtics. Yeah, the Hawks. Yeah. Hawks, actually, people have really high expectations as well, but they still deal with some injuries, so we don't see the actual Hawks yet. But they're seeing some promising campaigns going on for them. I mean, hopefully they can make a playoffs run this year and we'll see. And the Celtics, the Celtics right now in this offseason, they get rid of Gordon Haywood. He did sign another big contract with Hornets. So good for him. And personally, I like Gordon Haywood, but he just never fit into, since he's had that uh, ankle injury, he just never fit into the system. And I feel like when he's on the court, just slow down everyone or they just don't they just didn't have the chemistry so no, I think yeah. it's a good thing Celtics move on with him 
and good for him. Got a big contract with the Hornets as well. Yeah, but, yeah, no. But this is a debut or conversation going on the other day. It's from Kendrick Parkins. I know sometimes he says some lots of things that try to get people's attention so he can stay on TV. He mentioned Jalen Brown is the best player on the Boston Celtics right now. What do you think about compared to Jason Tatum? Obviously, oh, Jalen Brown is a very good player. Don't get me wrong, but when you're watching them, you see Jason Tatum has that X factor. That you need to become a superstar. He has that kind of it factor. Obviously, Jalen Brown has been playing really well this season. I think, yeah, he's averaging 28 points. That's up from last season with a few rebounds, a few assists. Although Jason Tatum's averaging less points, he's clutch. He's got that Mamba mentality. Jalen's a good defender as well, but you know, Tatum's got the size and the length that he can disrupt the defense. I mean, I would pick personally Jason over Jalen. But overall on the Celtics. Again, the East just got so much better this year. Yeah, but I mean, we have to see what the what the Celtics are like when you know Kemba's come back. Yeah, definitely. Because um, right now, I think that they're, they're playing. Yeah, Marcus Smart starting, and they've got Tristan Thompson and Daniel Tice starting. So they've got a very big lineup at the moment. But it'll be interesting to see once you know once Kemba's back to see what they can really do. Because yeah, the East just got a lot better this year. Yeah, I agree. What Kendrick Parkins said probably because Jalen Brown had forty-two points game after that. That's why he said that he's usually just a guy as a third or fourth option on the team. Don't get me wrong; he's great. He's amazing. He can play defense, but his performance is actually better than last year. He's actually shooting fifty-seven percent so far, but again, only few games in. That might change, but I just still think Jason Tatum is ahead of、uh, Jalen Brown. Yeah.、Um, Like he's an X factor, or the way he played defense, or his、uh, body type, and also he got to only about six games in or seven games in this season. Tatum had like two game winner field goals already. The first game against the Bucks, yeah, right in front of Giannis, and、uh, against the Pistons as well. So、yeah. only seven games in, you have two game winning already. That speaks something, and. Yeah, probably Brad Stevens. I would still put Jason Tatum as the first option on the offense. And don't get me wrong, Jalen Brown probably is the second or third option right now. But the forty-two games that a great achievement. But again, Jason Tatum still the number one guy for me on the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. I think people underestimate how big clutch is. Like how how important being clutch is to a player. When you look at it, Jalen's numbers, you'd say. You know they're they're pretty even. Like if you were look if you if someone gave you that and you didn't know who they were, you would say they're pretty even numbers. Yep. But just the way we perceive Jason and the way he is clutch and the way he comes up in the big moments—that's what separates him. The Mamba mentality that puts him ahead of、uh, Jalen for me. Yeah, and also the other thing about the Celtics is they are a little bit undersized actually for the big men. So it will be interesting to see if they will have another. Big man to join the team, or they would make a trade during the season. Tristan Thompson is a great big man, but he's just still undersized in my opinion. So I would li-、yeah. uh, like to see who they add, or if they're going to make any change. Yeah.、Uh, but like you said earlier, can't wait to see Kemba to get back to join the lineup, and then see what can they do. And what about the West? West,、uh, the biggest topic, the hottest topic in the off season, or even right now, is MVP James Harden. He's still、right. playing for the Rockets right now, but potentially、yeah. I feel like he wants to be now. And he's 
kind of acting like the Dennis Rodman right now, like going to Vegas and like just party and then still show yeah. she uh, <laughs> games, but still putting out a show. Most people say or been talking about it. What about James Harden and Simmons? They switch. What do you think about it? So obviously, I'm a Rockets fan. You know, I've said that on this show before. Yeah, this one hits a bit harder. It hits a bit close to home. <sighs> James Harden. All I can say is, I know he wants out, but I, I may be just being biased, but I think the Rockets got better this year. Huh. Uh, I think John Wall was a good replacement for Russell. Yep. Like John Wall has been playing great since his comeback, and he. This is only this man didn't play for seven hundred and fifty days in the NBA <laughs> because of injuries, yeah. and he has come back and he's averaging over twenty five, five and five. Yeah. If you give him more time to get like more custom, it's a new team, a new system, and he's only just come back. Although Russ is averaging the triple doubles over in Washington, look at them. They're Washington, I think, one and five. Yeah. So I think we got better at the point guard position. And I think James he said he spoke too soon. If we were doing horribly and Jay and John Wall didn't fit, and you know, the big pickup of Christian Wood, who I love, who's yeah. I think is amazing, wasn't working, then I wouldn't mind him saying, okay, yeah, I want to trade, but he hasn't even seen the team play. I think we've only had all the all the roster together for one game, and that was the last game against the Kings. <sighs> I hope he's encouraged because he's James Harden, and he might be at a strip club at 9 a.m., but when it comes to game time later that day, he's going to drop 40 on your head. So, I, I mean, I'm obviously hoping he stays because I think him and John Wall will be a good fit. And, you know, don't forget Boogie off the bench because... You can never count out Boogie. You know, he's a former all-star. And if he gets healthy and he gets his minutes under his belt, then you know, good things can only happen. So I think they just need to give it some time. Uh, I think he needs to give it some time. And speaking on a 76ers possible trade for Ben Simmons, I love Ben Simmons. I think he's a, he's a jump shot away from being LeBron. <laughs> but I know he had a three the other day, but... I know he's not going to hit another three for the rest of the season, or at least for the next half of the season. <laughs> so I just don't see him fitting alongside John Wall because John Wall, he can shoot, but he's not a great shooter. And there is a lot of shooting on the Rockets, but I just I don't know how I see Ben Simmons fitting. Obviously, if it were to happen, I'd be happy because Simmons is young. James is, I think, 31. So, yeah, I think he just needs to wait it out because I think this team can be very good. And speaking on Christian Wood... And he's averaging 23 and 10 this year. And he's, you know, he's a candidate for most improved. So and I he think he just needs to wait it out. And he can shoot the threes. He can spread the floor. Like, he is the perfect big man for, for James Harden. James never had a big man who can shoot and spread yep. the floor. Because James can now still lob the ball, you know, what he used to do with Clint Capella. Still, you know, run the paint, uh, go into the paint and then use him as an option for a lob. Or he can go himself and... Wood can distract the other big man. But then paint can also be clear because Wood can also stand out in the corner and shoot a three. And he's gonna and he has enough respect as a shooter that teams are gonna go out to him. So my message to James Harden is just wait a little bit. Just see how this team goes. Good point about Harden never had like a center big man can shoot. Capella, he he's a great big man, but he He's just not a shooter. He cannot shoot three. He never shoot three. So no, he's everything at the rim for him. Yeah, so. I think Christian Wood is a better piece. Hopefully, he can stay more healthy compared to Capella. He can shoot three, so it fits the rocket system more. And like what he's averaging is amazing right now from what he's been like doing because he's been 
playing through different teams the past year, only like maybe one season or few months each team bouncing around. So I think Christian Wood is a good piece, and then James Harden could see like what this team can do because they got lots of returning players from last year as well, like PJ Tucker, Daniel House Jr. Ben McAmore is injured right now, not playing, but he'll be back. And you got yeah, upgrade. Got cleared. You got a upgrade like John Wall. So let's see how can this team do. But obviously, if he really wants to be out, no one can stop him. He'll do everything or act like different to try to get yeah. out. But at the end of the day, he's still put on a show. He's still like doing yeah, his he's job. Still a professional. He's still got a job done. We cannot say anything about him. But I understand if you want to be out, that's your decision. And I think he handled it quite professionally. Even like he's been in strip club stuff, but like that's just his choice. But he still like show up to work, get the job done. Not like oh, I don't want you be working here. Kind of like Kawhi, just say oh, I I don't feel like playing here, so I'm injured, or I want you to just stay on rehab, so not showing up. So shout out to James Harden, keep uh, showing up to work, not just like yeah. sitting out this season. And for us fans, it's great to have him here. Like we talked about before, it's like COVID, like everyone's locking inside and we still get to watch sports and we still can watch one of the best players to play this year. So good on him. We can still yeah. watch him ball this year. He's not He's not just spitting the dummy. He's uh, still, seems like he's still committed to play well for the Rockets and still wants success for the Rockets. But if he can get out, he wants to get out. So. Yeah, I would say when he first came back, everyone's like, whoa, like he just looked like Rick Ross. He does. <laughs> he, he was like 10, did, 15 pounds overweight. <laughs> he put the gang a little bit weight, but it doesn't matter. As you know, he still performed well. It doesn't matter. Maybe he doesn't care at all. And also, it could be just like the angle or like it's just some photo shoots. So, but <laughs> he's still doing work. That's what matters. Um, exactly. You know, he's the, he's the uh, best fat basketball player I've ever seen. <laughs> but he's still fast and can move. So, exactly. I mean, he's guy. a big body guy. He's strong. So, yeah. He can stay like that. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of stars, let's have a predictions of MVP and also sleepers of the year or most improved player. For me, let me start first. MVP, I was start with Damian Lennon. He's been playing very well the past two to three years. I know his team probably never gets to win the championship. That year, they get to the Western Conference Finals. Probably that's the year. Oh, yeah, that was uh, two, two years ago. Yeah, two yeah. years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, they got Nurkic back, and they still got the solid squad: uh, CJ McCollum, Camelo, and Ian Scanter. But I think he will still put up some solid numbers this year. I know only a few games in, he got like one or two bad games. But I think Trailblazers is always is a team they need some time to heat up. They usually. The past two or three years, I noticed it. They always lose some close games or they have like some losing records at the beginning, but they'll catch up. And I think Dame, when it's time, he'll just be on. What he did in the bubble, like the end of the season or the second half of the season, I think he will be in turn on and then he'll like put on a great show and then his number will be up. So, and he can, he just crutch. He just crutch. So I think, yeah, he's probably the second best point guy in the league right now. So I think, when it's matter more, he'll be on. So uh, who's your MVP prediction? See, my mine, I'm I'm gonna go with Jokic. Because Jokic. yeah, because Denver are a good team. And I mean, if he stays at this current rate, he's averaging a triple double, 13 assists, which is wild, and he's a center. 
Uh, you know, 11 rebounds, 23 points. He's just getting better every year. And he is just a walking triple-double. So I'm going to go Jokic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say someone, you know, out left field. Obviously, the, the big ones, like you said, Dame, LeBron, AD. Um, I don't see – I don't think Giannis is going to get it back to back to back. So Could be I don't Luka. see Giannis getting it. If Luca knows – if Luca learns how to shoot again because uh, I think he's shooting something ridiculous from the three-point line. <laughs> uh, Something like eight percent or something for the year, so I think it's just yeah. I mean, Luke Luca's stats are down from last year, but obviously we're only what six games in. Yep. So obviously you can't count him out because he he wasn't. I know he was an early favorite. Obviously James, if he keeps if he averages for what thirty seven points, what he's on now, he's always a candidate. But I'm gonna go with Jokic just because Denver are a good team. They're winning. Well, they're no, they're not. No, 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 they're one and five. Yeah, they're down. Oh well, regardless, it, I'm sure this is early. The Nuggets are a good team. They're gonna they're gonna bounce back, and if they do, if they win and they're a top four seed, and Jokic is playing how he is, then I'm gonna go with Jokic just because I was watching him the other day against the Pelicans and it was ridiculous just <laughs> just how good he is. Yeah, he's just a big man, so, triple yeah. double machine. He's just a big man who can get into the post. And then he just basically holds the ball up and just waits for someone to get free. And then he he's an amazing passer. He, you know, he can shoot the ball. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Jokic. Yeah. So, for me, most improved player or slipper for us, even people playing fantasy basketball, I think Chris Boucher from the Raptors is a good one because actually I have him and I did some research. I knew he would get more playing time this year since Marcus Lowe left. But also, he's he got two rings, and he's also G League Defensive Player of the Year. And the second game or third game of the season, he got seven blocks. I know it, blocks can be tricky sometimes, but this guy can play defense, and I know he got more playing time. And he's currently not starting, maybe backup for Aaron Burns, but I feel like the Raptors will use him more. Also, yeah, I think, I think uh, as the season goes on, he'll... Uh... Get a lot more he might start time eventually. Yeah, yeah. So, but for him, maybe starting is not a matter. It's just that he got more playing time and he can affect the game. So, impact yeah. the game. So, I think he would do something good. And another one is Christian Wood. We mentioned earlier, he's averaging double-double and can shoot threes. And he earned a big contract this offseason. So, yeah, I think he'll, he he'll try to prove people like, I definitely worth like 41, 40 million yeah, I think okay. it's yeah, forty-one over three. What's your what's your call for this award? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go with Christian Wood as well. But I think another sleeper who, if he keeps playing the way he is, Jeremy Grant from the uh, Pistons. I have him in my fantasy team. He's just been balling this year. I think he's up plus plus eleven points from last year. He's shooting the ball well from you know outside. Uh, he's a good free throw shooter. He's a big guy. He's got length. He can defend. He gets blocks. He gets steals. Gets rebounds, and he's on the Pistons. So I, I, this is why you know he can flourish more. You know, maybe just before we never saw him because he didn't get the game time. But on the Pistons, the the Pistons aren't great. So he's getting a lot more game time. Yeah, I'm gonna go Jeremy Grant or Christian Wood. But if both keep playing the way they are, it's gonna be a very tight award to win. I would not want to be the person uh the people voting for this award <laughs> yeah so cool so today we talked about predictions of mvp most info players and also we talked about the celtic situation and also 
what would the new Dennis Rodman do? The modern Dennis Rodman do? <laughs> the modern fatty. Yeah. So, guys, thank you for listening. If you still haven't followed us on Spotify, please do or subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. Only take you a second to do it. Thank you for listening. No worries. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Hopefully, 2021 brings us less COVID and more fun. Thank you for listening and bye bye.